All right. Well, that was good, wasn't it? You did a good job. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody. Let's uh, let's open our Bibles to Matthew, the first chapter. Let's go to the 18th verse. I'm going to read this out of the NIV, the New International Version. I think it's good at Christmas time to remember the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and read about his birth from the Scripture. And so I want to read several verses here, and then uh, and then I want to talk to you about something. Matthew 1, verse 18, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Now, in Luke, the second chapter and the first verse. Again, in the NIV, all of these will be in the NIV today. Luke, the second chapter in the first verse. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Verse three. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes, placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I want to title this message today, A Christmas Response. A Christmas Response. You know, John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so Jesus is the greatest gift of all. And, and that verse goes on to say, And whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And God gave us his son, Jesus. But what will be our response to him? What will be our response to that gift The greatest gift of all, Jesus. And I just want to look at how some people responded to the gift of the Lord Jesus. You know, there's basically three responses that can be given when someone offers you a gift. And there's three responses that people had towards Jesus. The first is to accept the gift. To accept the gift. Now, in Luke, the second chapter and in the eighth verse, of course, the puppet skit here is talking about the shepherd, you know, and the shepherds and whatnot. When Jesus was born, let's read about them and let's see if they accepted or rejected the gift of Jesus. Now, Luke, the second chapter 
And the eighth verse, I'm going to read several scriptures here now, so just let's read through these. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. Now, this is when Jesus was born, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Now let's see, see what they said. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Now, let me ask you a question. Did the shepherds accept the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ? Clearly. Now, let's talk about someone else. Look at Luke, the second chapter here, the 25th verse. Luke 2:25 Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout he was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the holy spirit was upon him it had been revealed to him by the holy spirit that he would not die before he had seen the lord's christ moved by the spirit he went into the temple courts when the parents That's talking about Mary and Joseph brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required. Simeon took him, took Jesus in his arms and praised God. Let me ask you, did Simeon accept the Lord Jesus? He accepted the gift. Now look at the 36th verse here, Luke 2, 36. There was also a prophetess, Anna. The daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, she was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them, coming up to Mary and Joseph and Jesus at that very moment. Notice what she she did. She gave thanks to God and spoke about the child, Jesus, to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Let me ask you a question. Did she accept the gift of the Lord Jesus? Yes. And then go over to Matthew, the second chapter and the first verse. Matthew, the second chapter and the first verse. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi or wise men from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Now, let me ask you, did the wise men, the Magi, Did they accept the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Yes. 
So it's interesting. We had how many how many did we look at here? We looked at the shepherds. We looked at Simeon, Anna and the wise men. Four of them, four groups, four different people. Correct. And they were all accepting of God's great gift to the Lord Jesus, weren't they? And it is interesting as you look at those four different people or four different groups that we looked at. Three of those groups were anticipating his coming, weren't they? Was Simon waiting for him? Was Anna waiting for him? Yeah. Were the wise men waiting for him, looking for him? Yeah. They're looking for him. And the shepherds, well, they weren't necessarily looking for him, but they got in on it. They got in on on the gift too, didn't they? I tell you what, Jesus came the first time. People were looking for him. How many of you know he's he's going to be coming again real soon? We need to be looking for him, don't we? But the point here is these people were all accepting of the great gift that God gave us through the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's the first response to accept. Now, the second response is not a good one. Accepting is a good response. This next one is not good. It's to reject to reject. Look at Matthew 2 verse 16. Matthew 2 verse 16. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, because remember the Magi, the wise men came to, to Herod, you know, and, and Herod got his wise men out and they opened the scriptures to find out, you know, about where Jesus was going to be born. And, and remember what Herod said? He told the wise men, he said, now go find him. And when you find him, bring back word to me so that I can worship him also. That's what Herod told him. But of course, Herod didn't really mean that. And, of course, the Lord warned the wise men to go back to their country another way and not go back to Herod. And why was that? Because, notice this, Herod was furious. He gave orders to kill, notice that, to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Now, simple question here. Let's see if you get the right answer. Did Herod... Accept Jesus or reject him? Rejected him. And the Bible says that all who reject him will perish. What does that mean? That means one day they'll go to hell. That's a horrible thing, isn't it? But all that will accept Jesus or receive Jesus, one day they'll go to heaven. I want to accept him. How about you? You say, Pastor, you said there were three responses. To accept, that was one. To reject, that was two. There's a third one. We've already read about it, and I bet you didn't catch it. We read about it in one of the earlier verses. It's probably one of the most, this thing that I see the most, very dangerous. It's just as dangerous as rejecting Jesus. Just as dangerous, yet people often don't think about this third one. They don't think about it. But we need to think about it. You need to think about it. I'll show it to you. Let's go back to Luke chapter 2, verse 7. Let's look at it. Luke 2, verse 7. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. Talking about the Virgin Mary giving birth to Jesus. She wrapped him in clothes, placed him in a manger... Here it is now, because there was no room for them in the inn. Third response, 
First one was to accept. The second one was to reject. The third one is to neglect. Neglect. To neglect. I believe, and I'm, I'm as sure of this, there's no question about it. To neglect Jesus is the same as to reject him. To neglect him is the same as to reject him. And I see multitudes of people doing just that. Neglecting the Lord Jesus Christ. These innkeepers, they were probably nice people, probably good people, trying to do the best that they could. And Jesus came to them. But they didn't have room for him. They didn't want to kill him like Herod wanted to kill him. They didn't have malicious hearts or didn't want to be mean to Jesus or, or they didn't, they didn't in, in, intend to reject him, but they neglected him, didn't they? Didn't they? They were too busy. You know, I run into so many people that are just too busy for Jesus. They're good people. How many of you know just being a good person won't get you to heaven? I said it won't. A lot of people think that it will, but it won't. No more than being rough around the edges will put you in hell. You know what puts people in heaven and keeps them out of hell is accepting Jesus Christ. Period. Did you get that? Salvation. Did you know salvation is not a reward? It is a free gift. Nothing we can do on our best day to earn salvation. You're either going to accept Jesus or you're going to reject him or you're going to neglect him. And to neglect is to reject. There was no room. They didn't have room for Jesus. They were too busy. Did you know that a lot of people are just really, really busy? There's nothing wrong with being busy. But when we're busy to the point that we don't have room for Jesus, then there's a problem. A lot of people too busy. I like cell phones. I have a cell phone. I really like them. Great. One of the greatest inventions ever. But you know, most people are spending most of their time, even when they're driving on their. Don't let your cell phone be more important to you than Jesus. Don't let the things that's going on in yourself. I have a cell phone. It's great. It's wonderful. And please don't text and drive. Please don't don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. I mean, most of the people anymore, I look over and they're, they're texting while they're driving. And they're probably not too, driver, too good of a driver while they're not texting. And when you start texting, then you really got a problem. Is that right? I shouldn't have said that. How do I know if somebody's a good driver or not? You know, women are typically better drivers than men. Or I'll take the other side of that coin. You know, women aren't too good drivers. You sure don't want them texting. No. 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 Let's just, I shouldn't have went there, should I? I don't think it has anything to do if you're a woman or a man. It's just some people are better drivers than others. But here's the point. Don't text and drive. Somebody say amen. But having said that, there's just a lot of people. How many seen people texting while they're driving? And just people are busy, busy, busy with this, that, and the other. Is that correct? Nothing wrong with being busy, but you can be so busy and get your heart so cluttered that you don't have room in your heart for Jesus and neglect him. And to neglect is to, is to what? Is to reject. This end, listen, they were filled up to the max with other people. 
with other things. And I think there's a lot of people that are filled up to the max with other things. I even see it at Christmas time. How many of you know it's Jesus' birthday? Is that right? It's not your birthday. It's not my birthday. Now, if your birthday happened to be on the 25th, then, you know, that's an exemption there, exception. But, but you know, it's not about you or me. Who's it about? Jesus. Jesus. So let's don't ever let the presence under the tree become more important to us than Jesus. Even, even if we've received Jesus into our hearts, that's great. But, you know, I've watched Christians over the many, many years. They let those presents under the tree become more important to them than Jesus. They, may, they let the, the, the Christmas season become all about presents and things when it should be about Jesus. Is that right? But this innkeeper, they, they, they didn't mean any harm. They didn't want to do any harm to Jesus. But they were filled up to the max with other people or other things. And this is something I've never said before, but I think you ought to listen to it. Whenever you go somewhere, have you ever gone to the bowling alley and you want to bowl and there's, especially around the holidays, and there's just a big, long, there's just a big crowd of people and, and, and what will they tell you? We'll put you on the, on a what? I wonder if Jesus was put on a waiting list there. You ever think about that? I wonder if they put Mary and Joseph and Jesus on. I wonder if they put Jesus on a waiting list. I think there's a lot of people that have put him on a waiting list. And he's about number 26 or 27 on the waiting list. And after we take care of these other 25 things, then we'll get around to you, Jesus. Don't put Jesus on a waiting list. I said, don't put him on a waiting list. You may not ever have time to get around to him. And if you don't get around to him before, you're, before you die and your spirit leaves your body, it's going to be too late. You go to hell. You don't want, you don't want to do that. Jesus don't want you. That's why Jesus can't. That's why God sent Jesus. So you don't have to go to hell. Is that wonderful? They put him on a waiting list. No, I, I can't prove that they put him on a waiting list, but they might have. I do know this. They didn't have room for him. And they neglected him and to neglect is is the same as to reject so three responses accept neglect or i got that wrong i gotta go back over and get that right let's now a very simple message what's the first one accept second one and the third Let's do it again. First, God gave his great gift, Jesus. There's three things we can do. We can first accept, second, reject, third, neglect. And is to neglect the same as to reject? So you get down to it, there's really only two responses. You're either going to receive him or you're going to reject him. You're going to either accept him or reject him. Hey, make a wise decision. Accept him today. Amen. Stand with me if you would. Did you get anything out of this simple little message today? All right. Well, with heads bowed and eyes closed, Karen's going to come and close the service with a, with a special song. And uh, while, she, while she comes, right before we turn it over to her, I just want to ask you today, with your heads bowed and eyes closed, I just want to ask you a simple question here today. Because this is the most important question any of us will ever be asked 
any of us will ever be faced with. And it's this. God has given us the Lord Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. He's born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. He was tempted in all points like we are yet without sin. He suffered. He died upon that cross, shedding his holy, sinless blood. He was buried on the third day. He rose again from the dead. And, and he did all of that to secure your eternal, your eternity, your future. He did it for you. He did it for me. And all we have to do to make heaven and miss hell is with a, with, with a repentant heart. Just, Lord, I'm sorry for the way I've lived and please forgive me. And, and with a believing heart, just say, Jesus, I believe on you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And if you'll do that, you've accepted him and he'll come into your heart. You'll be saved. You'll be born again. You'll become a Christian. You'll miss hell and make heaven. And in the meantime, he'll make your life better. So I want to encourage you. Accept him today. Accept him today. Do not, do not reject him. Do not neglect him. Because as we said, to neglect is to reject. Don't neglect him. Don't neglect him. Don't neglect. I just feel impressed to say this. So many people that I've met over the years. Listen carefully. With your heads bowed and eyes closed. So many people that I've met over the years. I've talked to a whole lot of people about Jesus. I've talked to a whole lot of people. And and I have had some just outright blatantly just reject him. Just a few. But I have had multitudes and multitudes and multitudes of people say, Pastor, not not now. Pastor, not yet. I don't want to accept him just yet. I don't want to receive him just yet. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Pastor, but I just, my life is going real good and everything's fine. And I just, I just, I'm just not yet ready to receive Jesus. I've had multitudes of people say that to me. But remember what we taught you today, to neglect is to reject. And so don't be that person that that neglects Jesus. Don't be that person that just puts him on the waiting list and you'll get around to him later. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. No one is guaranteed a tomorrow. So I just want to encourage you before you leave here today, if you've never accepted the Lord Jesus, do so before you leave. You say, Pastor, how, how do I do that? What, what do I do? Well, here's what you do. When we dismiss the service, Karen's going to sing this song. And when, when we dismiss the service... And you'll see people, they'll be leaving or they'll be standing around talking and all that's wonderful. But you make your way up here to the front where I'm standing. There'll be some people, men and women standing up here. And God has them there just for you. And you come up and you say, hey, I want to accept Jesus today. And I tell you what, they'll be so glad. And, and they'll, they'll, they'll lead you in prayer, just you and them privately there. They'll lead you in prayer. And you can accept Jesus and make him the Lord of your life today. I want to encourage you to do that. So when she's done singing, if you need to do that, you come on up here to the front. And there'll be a person up here and they'll pray with you and they'll help you. And lead you into a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you. You're a good group of people. Be sure to hand your tracks out this week. I've got a candy cane that I'm going to uh, track that I'm going to hand out. It's all about getting people to Jesus. Is that right? All right. So Karen's going to sing and then.